Hello and welcome in, friends. It is a very special, special night here in the city of Chicago on this Friday, March 10th, 2023 on the Sports Cubicle, on Sports from the Couch. I'm your host, Mike Mercado, and it has to be a huge thing for us to jump on live on this weekend, and it was... Definitely a moment we will all remember where we were at when the Chicago Bears, when Ryan Poles made a huge deal to trade the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. We're going to break that down and so much more here on this very special live edition of Sports from the Couch and the Sports Cubicle. I'm your host, Mike Mercado. You can check us out every single Sunday night on WCPT 820 AM with the Marvelous One, Dan Marver, Devin Tingle, Paul Shavari, and myself. We are all over the universe. We're on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV and at Couch Sports Talk. I'm on Twitter at Mike and Media and Instagram, Mike Mercado Media. And you can check out any one of our interviews like we did with Chuck Swirsky this exact week and all the other segments we do on the show, wherever you get your favorite podcast at Mercado Airwaves. Just search the Sports Cubicle or Sports from the Couch. So there's a lot to get into. It's very exciting. It's a very exciting time in sports when it comes to the NFL, a lot of movement and it is something that we have been waiting for. There have been a lot of talks about, and now we have gotten to this moment, so much so that we are building the brand new studio if you're watching us here on YouTube Live, and it's uh, it's so exciting we had to break through. You guys are going to see the whole new place that the lovely Nicole Mancha and I, our new uh, uh, condo that we bought, so excited about uh, you guys seeing a lot more live videos besides the virtual screen. But let's go ahead and we're giving people some time to join us, to to come on in and we can all enjoy a beverage, a snack, and kind of just break down this huge trade. We'll get into all the details in just a second. Let's let some of our friends go ahead and join us here around the cubicle, around the workspace. Thank you again for making us a part of your Friday night. So... Why don't we go ahead and get into the big moment. This was broken by Adam Schefter a few hours ago. The Chicago Bears are trading the number one pick in this year's NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers for DJ Moore, pick number nine, pick number 61, a 2024 first round pick, and a 2025 second round pick per Adam Schefter. So Carolina moves up to number one. They're going to get their quarterback. Is it going to be Bryce Young? If you are watching us live here on YouTube, you're, we're going to be able to react to this, but if you're listening to us on the Sports Cubicle on WCPT this coming up Sunday, Devin and I had a conversation about how far down in the draft was Ryan Poles willing to go. Was it going to be as low as four, as low as seven? We find out it's as low as nine. That doesn't mean they're going to stay there. But now all this conversation with Peter King and Barstool about having all these offers, it was true. And it looks to me like the Bears made up their mind on what they valued going into this draft. I don't think they valued having the number one pick and picking a top-tier edge rusher of defensive tackle. I think they were okay going down in the draft and getting the second or third best defensive player on the board, the best offensive lineman on the board. And I think for them, a lot of that came to fruition when a Jalen Carter was kind of taken off the board from for his transactions of of that that case that's going to happen with the with the speeding and the loss of life. So the Bears, I think Ryan Poles understood that this was as high of a ceiling, as much of a haul as he was going to get, even up until draft time. 
I don't know if there was the same urgency for a lot of these different teams. I think they were going to try to play the first time GM in this position. And I think he called all their bluffs. Because if you're Indianapolis right now, you have to be a little bit worried. If you're Houston, you have to be a little bit worried. Carolina got the job done. Now, for the Chicago Bears, you have put yourself in a position at the ninth overall pick to either stay there, get up the best available uh, left tackle or uh, offensive tackle that you want, get yourself a cornerback, get yourself the third best uh, edge rush or defensive tackle. You're in a great position there. But you also instantly, with a 25-year-old, in a 25-year-old wide receiver who has a wonderful contract compared to a lot of these other great wide receivers. This is a top 15 guy. This is somebody that if you play fantasy football or if you're making a, a couple buck allowance bets, that this is a player, this is a gamer, and DJ Moore who has not had competent quarterback play. And now he's theoretically getting that on Justin Fields. And if you're a Justin Fields supporter, you're ecstatic because they are getting assets. They are able to get more talents and they are able to bring in somebody who's going to instantly help out Justin Fields. And honestly, I think they evaluated the wide receiver position in the free agency market that's coming up and the the draft and they saw the value in somebody like DJ Moore. They did the same thing with Chase Claypool, except this feels like it's going to work out a lot better for the Bears than the Chase Claypool move. So there is... A, just an astounding feeling, though, if you're a Bears fan that you haven't felt before, that the Bears made the move that flees somebody else. Carolina was aggressive because they have new ownership, they want to be good, and they want who they feel is going to be the franchise-changing quarterback in Bryce Young. He could be a hell of a quarterback. But what the Bears just did is put themselves in a position where, do you believe, even with Bryce Young, Carolina is going to be a good team this coming up season? That they're in a bad division, grant you. But if you end up in the top five, top ten, that's more ammunition. The Bears are in such a position right now. They can move up in the draft. It is still endless possibilities for Ryan Poles. And it's been something that I've been talking about since the minute Houston and Lovey took care of business and helped the Bears take that number one pick away from the Houston Texans. They controlled this draft. And they just determined how the order of this draft is going to go. And who's going to go where? If it's C.J. Stroud, if it's Bryce Young. These are all things that the Bears had control over. And I think that Ryan Poles came out with a huge haul. And we are here, so on the Sports Cubicle, here on Sports from the Couch. I'm your host, Mike Mercado, the Marvelous One, Dan Marver, Devin Single, Paul Shavari, throughout the entire episode this Sunday. We are doing a very live, special live edition. I actually have some notes from uh, the other hosts who couldn't be here live, but you'll hear them on the broadcast this coming up weekend. This is from Paul Shavari. It's a wise move. They fulfilled a need at wide receiver position and gained three extra picks that should yield talent, assuming their scouts are good. And this comes from Devin. Smart move filling what the team needs at wide receiver one, who isn't Darnell Mooney. Bears have him for two more years with an option on the third year. He has good numbers with history of mad quarterbacks and is younger than somebody like Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins. Plus, the Bears will still get to be in the top 10 with the potential to have another high pick next year if Carolina continues to have another bad season. This is a good move from Poles. Now just need to see what he does in this year's draft with the picks the Bears still have. And now the real test comes into free agency. 
And I want to take a second because while it's super exciting that the Bears have draft capital and that they're doing something that can help their future, there is still now... I think the best way to put this when it comes to NFL free agency for the Bears specifically, while DJ Moore was part of this trade, it really is just an indication of their first move this free agency period. Next week, we'll see the tampering open, I believe, on Monday, and you'll be able to sign people on Tuesday or at whatever level that is uh, at this point of the season for, for the NFL. But if you're looking at somebody like Orlando Brown, is that somebody? How about Mike uh, McClinchy? If you start looking at who's available and what you can do, I think the Bears are going to be all in and they're going to bring in a bunch of veterans on the offensive line. I think they're going to build this from the inside out. They're grabbing talents for Justin, but they're also going to make sure that it's on him. They're going to get him the offensive line. They're going to get him the 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 personnel that can help him in that type of offense that is going to really exploit his his the the things that he does great if you're Justin Fields. And by bringing in veterans, bringing bringing in offensive linemen and tackles and centers that can swing and can get up the field and can block, like it's going to be huge for them. And if you look right here, if we'll just I also wanted to take a look at this this mock draft, but I'm not sure if the Bears are going to draft a wide receiver in the first round. There's still some mocks that have them there. I think it's in play that they still go defensive, edge rush, or defensive tackle. I think there's a chance that maybe Quinton Johnston might be the only one. But if somehow a Jalen Carter or a, and I know there's a lot of problems that come with Jalen Carter, but if a talent like that drops you, you got to bring in a cornerback, a defensive lineman, or a wide receiver. And whoever is the best value at number nine, that's who the Bears have to get. Because I think this free agency, other than drafting, unless they're able to get a stud, left tackle, right tackle, whatever the case may be at number nine, they're going to invest on the offensive line through free agency, I believe. And if that's the case, then you got to hit on some of these other things in this draft. I am... I am so surprised how much of a haul they got in this trade. And if you're just joining us here on the Sports Cubicle, here on Sports from the Couch, I'm your host, Mike Mercado. The Bears have traded the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers for DJ Moore for the number ninth overall pick, number 61, a 2024 first-round pick, and a 2025 second-round pick per Adam Schefter, and just some comments from some friends around here on the Sports Cubicle as we are breaking down this huge news from Zach Stiff. Thank you for your service, my friend. Massive haul, bro. DJ Moore is really exciting, and with the Panthers set to be real garbage this coming season, the first rounder next year could be a top three pick as well. Ryan Poles killed it. And this comes from Sean Anderson. Great trade. Get a vet wide receiver that's still young with picks to load up on or use as trade baits. And I think that's what everybody kind of sees in that it's just the value. And when it comes to DJ Moore, I think a lot of us had targeted DJ Moore this past season because of all the turmoil that was going on in Carolina. And this is what we've been talking about. Whether it was Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, whoever, whoever the next disgruntled wide receiver was, you needed to be in on. 
You know, if you're a Bulls fan here, we always talk about that in the NBA. You got to be in play when the next disgruntled person is ready to leave team so you can swoop in and, and save them. I don't know for how long the Bears just never quite understood that, were never built that way, just didn't have the philosophy. But they did that. They found the guy who is young, has all the talent in the world, and wants to still prove it. And is playing with the quarterback that people over on the league are vibing with. And that's an important thing, is who are you playing with? Who do you have chemistry with? Who are you down with to, to do what these, these guys do? 17 games in the season. You're not going to do that for Sam Darnold. You might do it for Justin Fields, though. I think it's a big trade for the organization and the vibes because it's a competent move. It's beyond competent. It's a smart move. It's a gutsy move. It's a we went for it move. It's a hey, we know what we're doing move. And that is not the case if you're a Bears fan. That is not the case that you see if you're a Bears fan in the last 30 years, the last 40 years. Like, this is not something that is just the commonplace. You're usually on the other end of this. And in this moment, with 48 days, 47 days, depending on when you watch this, the Bears not only came up with a huge trade that benefits them, that gives them leeway, if even if you're a Justin Fields detractor or supporter, they have their out next year. Carolina's bad, and you end up with the number one pick. You can go get Caleb Williams. They're, they will put themselves to give them a wide receiver who's ready to play right now. People on your wide receiver room are now put in the position they're supposed to be. Darnell Mooney is no longer being asked to be a number one. You don't have Chase Claypool asking to be a number one. You have a number one who's still in a prime age, in a good contract, with a quarterback who's looking for somebody to build that rapport with. If Cole Komet's able to make that next step, if Khalil Herbert's able to learn how to block, we know what he could do on the field. If you're able to put money and some draft capital on that offensive line, get lucky and find some dogs, some killers on the defensive line. Find your Nick Bosa. Find your Aaron Donald. I know that's easier said than done. Find the guy who's going to go get your quarterback. You're right there. You're right there in the NFL. More likely than not, they're going to be still bad next year. But even that being the case... The NFL, it doesn't take much. And this is a big move. This is a big move. You answered a huge question. Now, there's still questions that need to be answered. Can DJ Moore be about it in a major market with expectations and no excuses? Can Justin Fields develop and hone all the things, as great as some of the things were, and the explosiveness and the excitement, the little things that he needs to fix. And now that he has one of one of the top tier wide receiver weapons, not Justin Jefferson or a Jamar Chase. Or, we know. We know that, right? But this is a this is a dude. It, it's all there for them now to answer these questions and to perform. And to really bet on themselves. Lots of money can be made from a lot of players right now if they answer the call for the Bears. And I think that's another great, exciting moment for people who are coming to Chicago, if you're a free agent. That it isn't a boring situation, that there is a light at the end of the We don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Let me, let, me, let me put it to you this way. 
if the Bears are able to find themselves in a position where, on paper, you find their offense as comparable in the next year or two to Detroit, which is crazy to say, and their quarterback play is on par with Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff and Jordan Love, you feel confident about this team being the team to emerge when Rodgers leaves, when 12 is done, when he's playing in the Meadowlands. This is the first time I've seen this regime make a move and be transparent about it. They weren't lying. There was no showmanship. They just went out there and they were assassins. They found their target and they executed the plan. And that's, there's so much, just as a Bears fan, as somebody who covers sports, as as people like you who are more intelligent than us here on the Sports Cubicle, the idea that the Bears were that team, it's pretty amazing. It's so out there. And um, I'm just really interested to see at the end of the day, what now can the Bears do in the NFL draft? What will they do in the free agency market? We know what the, the roadmap is. We know what they need and they're addressing it. So it's not like we're, we're coming up and making these great back-in-the-day Tony Romo guesses, right? Where we're guessing the play before it happens. It's pretty simple. It's pretty basic. It's just you don't have confidence in most Bears front offices that they were going to address the needs that they had. And sure enough, they're finally doing it. So it's, it's an exciting day. It's an exciting day. I think the Bears won this trade. I think they showed that they have confidence in Justin Fields, but they're also putting it on him. That we're getting you the stuff. We're giving you the help. It's time for you to put your end of the the stick, pull your end of the rope, pull your end of the bargain, whatever cliche you want to use. Matt Eberflus is getting the roster. We'll see what they do on the defensive side, what answers they're able to make. The reason you bring in a defensive coach is so that he could coach up the defense. So we'll see how much you're able to invest on the offensive side then. And what Luke Getz is able to put together and and the development of this offense. Now that you have a a true number one wide receiver. And in this year's draft, at number nine, are you willing to trade down another time? Are you willing to maybe get a little bit more aggressive and trade back up? Give up a little equity to find a talent that you're looking for in this year's draft. There's still so much unanswered in the next month and a half. And the Bears... As we've said the entire time, they controlled this year's draft and they just decided how it's going to go. Now let's see what falls to them at number nine, what they value and what they're going to do this coming up week when they're able to talk to players and bring in new free agents. And just going through social media, excitement from national pundits, from local people, local fans and, and broadcasters. And it just seems like One of these moments that it truly could be franchise-altering. It truly can be for the next five to seven years. Something that completely changes the fortune of Bears fans and this organization. How it's perceived around the league. And how you feel every September through January. I think there's a lot of excitement and I think this was... Such a great day if you're a Bears fan. And it's something that we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks as we head into the NFL draft. But 
Thank you guys so much for joining us on this live edition of the Sports Cubicle, us sports from the couch at the Chicago Bears trade the number one pick. Adam Schefter breaking it. The Chicago Bears are trading the number one pick in this year's NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers for DJ Moore, the ninth pick, the number 61 pick, a 2024 first round pick, and a 2025 second round pick. I know a lot of people are also saying they wanted that 2025 to be a first round and not a second round. But I think because you get DJ Moore, you kind of just have to make that compromise. And if that's what you had to do, if that's the pill you had to swallow, I think it was worth it. But we want to know your thoughts. If you get a chance to watch this later on, leave a comment down below. We'll be talking with you guys this entire time heading into the NFL draft. We're on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV and at Couch Sports Talk. I'm on Twitter at Mike and Media and on Instagram, Mike Mercado Media. We're on Sunday nights on WCPT 820 AM, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Check us out. It's the Sports Cubicle with Dan Marver, Devin Single, Paul Shavari, and myself, Mike Mercado. We break down all the major news in both national and local sports. Make sure you guys check us out there. If you miss us Sunday nights, we're everywhere in the universe. Just search us at Mercado Airwaves, the Sports Cubicle, and sports from the couch. Let us know all over social media your thoughts as the Chicago Bears make a huge trade getting DJ Moore the number 9th pick, number 61, a number 1 pick next year, and a number 2 pick in 2 years from the Carolina Panthers. And I think it's a foregone conclusion, right? Probably Bryce Young goes to Carolina. Maybe CJ Stroud. Maybe Anthony Richardson. This is what's fascinating, guys. If a bunch of quarterbacks go, the Bears are still in play for a top-tier major player. So this is by no means the end of draft excitement here for Chicago on the Sports Cubicle, on Sports for the Couch, for your, for our, for my, for all of ours, Chicago Bears. A huge day. Thank you all so much. Enjoy your weekend. Please take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We will see you next time here on the Sports Cubicle, Sports from the Couch. On Mercado Airwaves, I'm your host, Mike Mercado. Hey, it's the Paulacious One, coming to you from the file room of the basement of the basement of WCPT 820 in Chicago. Checking the file on the sports cubicle, the hosts, systems analyst, Mike Mercado, project manager, Devin Tingle, the marvelous one, Dan Marver in accounting, and me, well, it doesn't matter what I do. You can check us out, the sports cubicle, Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Central on WCPT 820 Chicago. Gotta go, sports cubicle, 9 p.m. Sundays, WCPT.